0: After a long hiatus, we're back, dun, dun, dun,
1: dun. ladies and gentlemen. We're back third here, punt, third punt, punt. We've been off for a couple of weeks, a few weeks, and you guys have probably been missing us, crying yeah. in your pillow.
0: As much as you needed that mental break, we needed yeah. one too, right? But we're back.
1: Yeah, we're not we're not robots, man. We 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 get uh we get exhausted, fatigued. We get a little, you know.
0: Even the NFL has bye weeks. Yeah, so we what? had a bye week. We had bye weeks. A, Bye yeah. bye week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: we, we needed to recover from our bye weeks and then we had some bye weeks. So, you know, we're back though. And uh we got some we 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 spent that time a little creative discussions. We got some things cooking and we want to tell you guys about it. It's gonna be a little different format moving forward. We're gonna tell you about that on the other side of this little intro right here. Um what, uh, what we're else we gonna, gonna talk about?
0: I think they're gonna like the new format. I I'm think so. excited about the changes that are gonna be made here at Third and Punt and I agree. Um definitely something we've thought about in this bye bye week and Right, we know that's some, something special for you. Oh, this week we're gonna, just gonna gonna talk about some college football playoff rankings they've come out since we took our little uh, hiatus and yeah. Also uh, NFL, we're gonna do a little bit of what yeah. we uh, had predicted versus what what's going on right now and just we're just gonna kick this off a little conversational style.
1: Conversational But uh, you style. know what
0: we gotta do first is you gotta drift us into some musical matrimony. Ooh Ooh, musical matrimony, baby. Okay. Get us rolling with that intro song, Danny B. All
1: right, coming right out of that, what'd you call it? What'd you refer to it as? Musical what? Matrimony. Musical matrimony, a little marriage of the music. Tell us where they can get that really they can always get it at, uh, you know, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, uh, maybe maybe even, you know, if you use Amazon Music, if you're one of those people that Sheesh. uses that, which, I mean, you fall on hard times <laughs> if you're using that, but, uh, it yeah. Could, it's you, there, though. It's there. I mean, it's it's available. You can use it. Uh, and that new single's out. Yeah, yeah. New single dropped that late October, um, so it's been out for almost a month. A Song summer. for You. A Song for You, yeah, yeah. So Check it out. It's, Yeah. It's a banger. It's not absolute your very, banger.
0: By your very, our very
1: own Daniel J Bird music. Yeah, sorry, yes, sir. So yeah, you can get that anywhere. Um, but yeah, so we've, uh, as we said in the intro, we've been we've been gone for a few weeks. We've been cooking. We've been cooking in the in the kitchen, stewing, stewing a stewing, stewing in the pot, Stewing, a little marinating, crock pot, and all that good stuff. And uh, on the other end, we've come out with some ideas. Um, so I want to start with, and then Hunter, you can jump in whenever you want to. I just I just want to. It's not an apology, but it's just a. It's a, we, we noticed something that we were doing, and we, we didn't like it. So we thought we would change it up a little bit. We felt like we were becoming more or less just a pick show, right? Like, we're just telling it's you weird. guys, we think this person's going to win. We, and then we look back on season one, and we had some fun segments. We had some fun ideas, and we feel like in I had some fun two, times. Fun times. Not that season two wasn't fun. It's just we felt like maybe we uh, drifted. We drifted. We wrote it in a little bit on the just giving you guys picks and calling it a day. And we realized, man, it's not that fun for us because we're sitting around trying to make all these picks on games that, quite frankly, if we can be honest with you, someone we didn't care about. <laughs> I it's mean, honest, uh, fair. It's just I, be for, we, we
0: come I, being transparent.
1: Being transparent, let me give you a little uh, behind the scenes. We acted like we cared, gave two shits about Iowa. We didn't.
0: I didn't care about the we them, didn't them, the we horn did. hu- horn c- corn huskers. I called them the horn huskers.
1: Yeah. See, I mean, uh, we didn't care about the Hawkeyes, man. We didn't care uh, about.
0: And that's you not right yeah, we,
1: we can't name a name. We so, can't. This man's over are talking about the Nebraska, Nebraska. The Hawkeyes and the, <laughs> the Iowa Corn Husky.
0: If that's not an example.
1: That's just an example of how we don't care about Big 10 football and, you know, it it's a it's a blind spot for us and we just don't care. And we don't we don't <laughs> care to care about that. But uh and that's we, not what we want to bring you anymore. No, no, no. We want to bring you stuff we want to talk about and we want to bring you stuff you want to hear about. Um and so we decided that we're going to kind of make some some call it a reformation if you will. We're going to change some things about the show. And we're just gonna try to become more of a topic driven, more segment driven like we were. But also frequency. We were noticing that, you know, Hunter's a busy man. I'm a busy man. Grad school's killing me. We
0: got we got gears in motion here. We
1: got gears in motion. And and so we thought, what better way to give you guys better content? Maybe a little less often, but it's still gonna be better. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do twice a month. Okay, so we got one more. We're not we're we'll gonna do one for November because of Thanksgiving. But then we're gonna come back in December, and we're going to do the first week of December for you guys, because there's obviously all the conference championships will be that weekend, and then we're going to do the last weekend of December, right before New Year's Eve, and those big daddy games that are... The big gonna, boy games, the dance. The dance, because the that'll be college football playoff weekend, as as well as some of those big New Year's Day bowls, um, which... Probably some fantasy football yeah. uh, playoffs at that time. Yeah, fantasy football playoffs, too, so... So yeah, we're, we'll we'll be uh that's kind of the format we got moving forward. We're still gonna be doing outrageous takes and all that good stuff. Uh, today we don't have an outrageous take for you just because we're this is new. We're doing this a little something. It's a little new. So we're putting a pause on that for this one, but we'll be back with that of course as scheduled. So <laughs> that's just to give you a little bit of a preview on what we're doing and why we're changing things up and why we've been gone
0: for a little bit. We think it's going to bring some value and some, uh, it's going to bring back some of those creative juices that yeah. were flowing yeah. more so in season one. So. The one
1: that, you know, the kinds that got us into those conundrums of uh, cold garages and you know, hot takes. Yeah. Those, so, going back to those days. We're getting
0: back to the roots. We're glad you guys are on this journey with us mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we think it's going to be a good one. So yeah, we're going to kick it off with some
1: topics. Yes, sir. So without further ado, Hunter, while we were gone, something happened.
0: What happened, Daniel?
1: And in the world of college football, that something was they dropped the college football playoff for rankings. You're telling me all these geezers sat around a table and agreed yep. on something? The, well, oh, they agreed. Oh, they agreed. If you remember, Hunter, Do you I agree? think. Oh, well, that's that's what we're getting to. I, we, we talked about this, I think, last season. We talked about what we think about the college football playoff, and I've been pretty consistent. I'm not a fan of it. And, uh,. They just keep proving me right <laughs> with these things, man. Can I just so obviously what your b- what's your beef? I'll bro? give you my beef. What's your beef? Where's so looking, the beef? I'm looking at this thing. I'll give you the beef right here. The Wendy's the double the double right here. Um let's see here. I'm not gonna go through the whole top twenty five, but I just want to go through the top seven, if I may. Go for it. And this is this is this week's. Now, when the first one came out, that's some different discussions, but this I just want to get us up to date where we're at. Okay, I'm going to start from the bottom. We got seven, Michigan State, six, Michigan, five, Cincinnati, four, Ohio State, three, Oregon, two, Alabama, number one, Georgia. I've got three issues, Hunter. R- rifle them off. Let dude. me rifle them off. Number one, what the hell? If I'm a Michigan State fan, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay? How do you beat Michigan? And then literally two weeks later, they're like, mm, we think Michigan's a superior team. Yeah, that's I'm tough. sorry. I wonder what would have happened if these two played each other. I wonder which team would have proven that they're the better team. <gasps> oh wait! Oh wait! They did that. They
0: kind of already scheduled that in the regular that's season. That's
1: wild. And I wonder what happened. Well, Michigan's ranked heads. So they must have won, right? Oh, <laughs> no! That's not what happened. They what? blew a lead. Wow! They blew a lead. And so that's dumb. Number two. Speaking of number two, let me go to my number two problem, and that is with number two. Alabama. Bama, the crimson tittle, Alabama. I'm sorry. How are these jokers up here at number two? I am. I am in a word, flabbergasted.
0: and m sent at three losses. So, but here's I mean,
1: yeah. But here's what they do, and I. I don't remember. I can't remember of who loss. I was listening to. It's like they said this. I think it's on Fox Sports. Oh, Joel Klatt. That's my guy. I, I like, like that Joe. guy. I like Joel. I and was going to
0: mention some Joel right yeah.
1: here. Like, yeah, man. He made a really good point. He says he feels like these people are literally just coming up with their top four, and then they base the rest of the top 25 off of what they think. Because if you look at it, what has Mississippi State shown us that they deserve to be ranked? They are all over the place. One week, they kill somebody. The next week, they get beat by 40. I mean, they're just they're not consistent. And then you got- Six and four. Yeah, six and four. Texas A&M. I mean, yeah, they are a good team. I think they should be top 25, but they're all the way up at 16? Are they? And and then you've got Ole Miss, which deserves to be at 12. But this is just a way for them to go, look at who Alabama beat. Let me yeah. tell you something. If Clemson was on their tear, like they were a couple of years ago, or Georgia, or I won't say Ohio State, but Oregon, some of these other teams that are in the top right now, even Michigan or Michigan State, and they would have lost to, at the time, an unranked team on the road. They would not be in the top five right now. These Jokers are number two, yeah. man. If Georgia would have dropped a game to, let's say, Kentucky, or if Georgia would have lost to Tennessee or something like that would have happened, an unranked team, or Arkansas, because Arkansas is ranked and Georgia beat them, let's say they would have lost to Arkansas. Georgia right now would be sitting in like eight. But Alabama can do it, and they get... Not only can they do that, because that's that's one thing that's annoying, but they can... LSU, who no offense to LSU fans, is no good this year, and it took Alabama had five or six rushing yards for the entire game on on LSU, who LSU let Florida run rampant on them. And how can you look at that and go, "Yeah, they're the second best team in the country"?
0: It's um, it is perplexing, man.
1: Is it not just because of their name?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a lot. I think it's driven by that for sure. It's.
1: It's the name of Nick Saban, I think. That's and the, the conference, you know, it's a
0: SEC loss. It's not yeah. that bad. Yeah, in their mm-hmm. eyes,
1: yeah, it's not that bad.
0: And they definitely, yeah, there's something to it, man. They bolster the, the, the rankings by uh, putting old mess up there. A and M has no right to be in top. Uh, I mean, they're top 25, I'd
1: imagine, but not, but not 16. No, so not 16. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous to me. And then I'll end this my tirade by just giving it over to you after this one. But the inconsistency is my third issue with this. Because you've got Michigan a, a, over Michigan State. And their argument was, well, Michigan State just doesn't look like the good team and they lost to Purdue. Okay, that's their argument. Even though Michigan lost to Michigan State. But then you go just a few more spots up and they put Oregon in front of Ohio State. But they use the head-to-head <sighs> argument to do that because Oregon beat Ohio State. But here's the difference though. Oregon beat Ohio State early in the season. And this wasn't two weeks ago. This was like two months ago. And you're going to tell me right now that Oregon is a better team than Ohio State? It doesn't make any sense to me. None of this makes any sense to me. It's all subjective. And I hear some people say, well, it's not going to matter. It's all going to get sorted out come Conference Championship Week. That's not the point. The point is they start these teams where they start them. Now it's like you look at some of these other teams that might be more deserving then Alabama, I'm not a Cincinnati homer, but they are undefeated for a reason, and they beat. They have arguably the best win of the season, which is beating Notre Dame, a top ten team on the road, and they're fifth.
0: Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, Cincinnati. The, if I'm a Bearcat. Yeah, I'd be pretty livid. Yeah. Um, I think one thing Mr. Joel Clad also mentioned was the it's like it's 13 people right on the yeah. on this. Yeah. It's uh, I think it's too too few. I yeah. Think if you dilute it a little bit have more uh more opinions, it it gets less uh bias, I would say. Yeah. I mean what's what's that gonna hurt to uh they're all about adding more games. I say add a few more people to this committee. Yeah. Um get a few more different perspectives in it because I think they are they're missing man uh, I I really think there is an agenda being driven. I think so too. And it's pretty obvious.
1: I think the obvious thing that they're telling these people that they're telling all the teams in the country is if you don't have a name we don't want you, because yeah, I mean, otherwise, the marketability of the yeah, they want the playoff games. They want these big blue bloods to be in it. Otherwise, can you tell me why Alabama's number two? They He's want Cincinnati. Yeah. They, they would do everything they can to get, keep Cincinnati oh, out yeah. of out of that game. I honestly believe, sitting here right now, now I want I want the people to hear me. Do I think Cincinnati would beat any of the four teams that are in front of them? No, I do not think that. But that doesn't matter, because you don't know until you put them on the field. I think my problem with the college football playoff, and it has been it since we started, is it is way too subjective. It makes no sense. They d- they have no governing, like, so in the NFL, you know, you win your division, you're in the playoffs. You can bitch and complain about that because sometimes you get some terrible divisions, but at least there's some objectivity to how they get it in, get the teams in. You look at this, I mean, my, you've had Alabama get in there w- one year, they didn't even win the division. Now, granted, they won the national championship that year but they didn't even win their division that year. They didn't play in the SEC championship. That was Georgia and Auburn. I mean, you got it just it's just I don't know. It's unreal to me. It just feels like they don't you I mean, you got teams like Ohio State the year they they got in one year who got blown out by Purdue at home. And it's like, well, we look at good wins and then they'll but then they'll disqualify somebody for bad losses or then they'll disqualify Cincinnati for the conference that they're in. For win- for winning, yeah. For winning. I mean, and they, they did schedule Notre Dame, and they beat them on the road. That's a quality win. Look at these other t- look. – I'll even throw my Georgia Bulldogs in. Look at these other teams. Who has a better win than Cincinnati beating Notre Dame on the road? I, I don't know the answer to that question. Maybe Oregon beating Ohio State, which, granted, they did do. I believe it was in Ohio State, so maybe that's the best win. Those those two right there are the top two wins, though. But one of them you don't even uh, – and another, right. I'm looking,
0: the the Sooners. They're coming off a, a loss to Baylor, but uh, yeah. so they're number thirteen, mm-hmm. and uh, but they got Oklahoma State a few spots ahead of them, and their yeah. loss is way. I mean, Iowa State is their loss. Yeah, that's that's worse so objectively than Baylor, mm-hmm. who is number who's ranked currently. So I mean, yeah, you know they it's three,
1: they just lost, but I, I mean, how can you say o- Oklahoma State? I don't know. It's, it's just that's what I'm saying. None of this. It just doesn't make any sense. And, yeah, here's the thing that everybody's like, it's going to get sorted out, it's going to get sorted out. Yeah, you can say that right now, but watch. What's going to happen one year when it doesn't get sorted out? What's going to happen one year? And it might be this year. We don't even know. Maybe it is Ohio State makes it to the Big Ten championship and plays like Wisconsin or plays, I don't know, who's on the other side of that that division, and they lose. What do you do then? Because right now the committee is basically saying, we're going to have the Big Ten champ, we're going to have Georgia, probably going to have Oregon, Assuming they don't lose, they still have to play Utah, and then they'll have to win their Pac-12 title, which I think will probably be Utah again. But I don't know, man. It's just to me, I don't know. I, I'm kind of over the playoffs. I said this last year, and I'll say it again. When did the BCS get it wrong? When did it get it wrong? I mean, I I don't know, because I mean, yeah, it's it might have one year gotten it when they put like Notre Dame against Alabama. Maybe Notre Dame didn't deserve to be in there, but at least there was some objectivity to it. I think either you have to go back to BCS kind of style where there's objectivity or you've got to expand these playoffs and then you got to come up with something like if you win your division you or if you win your conference you're in or if you yeah. – here's here's my solution. I'll give you my solution. and I'll let you – because I want to hear yours, yours too because I feel like we're on the same page here that we don't – we're not loving what's going on. I want to pitch you my solution. You tell me if you like this. Let's hear it. I'll be, I thought about how deep this one right here. I think you do away with divisions – for all the conferences, stop doing this east west Atlantic coastal stuff. Yeah. Then every conference championship is the top two teams of that conference. Right. So that way you don't have any, because if you just said, well, the playoffs are for conference champions, then you could have like a kind of a case like you guys had a couple of years ago where y'all were twelve and zero, but playing like a six and six Pittsburgh because the other side of the ACC stunk it up. Right. But let's say Pittsburgh would have by some miracle of God. Beating Clemson that year. And then they would have, like, if there was a, some kind of objectivity where they get in, it's like, I don't want that. Right. I want, like, I want like what we're going to see in the SEC championship. Like a 12-0 and Georgia and a 11-1 and Bama. I want that for, like, all of the conferences.
0: Right. That would uh, theoretically make some for some
1: better games. Yeah. To do that. Rightful champion. Yeah. Put the right, put the champs in. And then that way you've got five. You can do power five. You got five slots already. And then put the highest ranked non-power five team in there. And then you got two wild card spots. I mean, that's to me, that's what you should do. But I that's really been the boat I, I've been
0: on since they talked about expanding. Was I, li- I like the whole? I mean, it's, it seems very cut and dry that way. That yeah, you win your conference, you're in, right? And then there's uh power five that that leads. Uh, I mean, that gives Notre Dame. That gives yeah, um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah. Uh, the Coastal Carolina has a chance to fight for something. They they mm-hmm. have something to play for, and then. One more spot, so where if you if you think it's, uh, if you're being robbed, if, if you had a close game in that conference championship game and you lost, you might have a, a shot in, but. Yeah. um, I think what they'll do is they might expand it, but not do some sort of structure like that just yeah. because. They're going to expand it and think that just helps, but then we're just going to get these arguments about who seven and eight is. And then they're, we're going to end up getting like four of th- people, or two from the same conference twice. Yeah. You know, four of the. Six are going to be from the same conference.
1: And I don't know. And what's going to happen, too, and this is just how this works, is you're just going to end up, no matter how, this is what's crazy to me, no matter how much you expand it, no matter how much you get into these arguments, the end of the day is somehow, some way, the two best teams in the country always face off in the last championship. I mean, like, there was that span where we knew it was going to be Alabama and Clemson every year. People knew that going into it. It didn't matter what the seeding was in the in the playoffs. And this year, since probably like week five, you knew it was going to be Georgia and somebody. I don't know who the other one is yet. And maybe I'm trying to, maybe I'm showing my Georgia bias, but I 100 percent still believe to this day Georgia will be in the national championship.
0: They definitely have their own destiny in their hands. They do. It's good to be a, a Georgia Bulldog. Oh, I it's imagine. a great one.
1: It's a great. It's a great year to be a Georgia. I was telling Hunter this early. He called me this morning. My ringtone is a uh, Georgia fight song, and I just didn't want to answer. I just to It just felt like I just. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, he was he was there waiting on an answer, and I just I felt like I was James Cook running in another touchdown at Tennessee, and (laughs) I just uh didn't yeah. But that I don't know. That's uh we'll see moving forward. I I think this will shake out eventually. It'll shake out. Here's a question for you though. This uh this going back to this issue. Do you think that the committee would put Alabama in if they're a two loss team? Let's let's say they beat Arkansas and Auburn, and then they play Georgia in the SEC title game, and they lose a close one, like three points. You think they put Alabama in, yeah, so let me see
0: see how that should shake out here. I mean, um, Georgia, that obviously they'd win out in that scenario they beat one right um if Ohio State ends up beating Michigan state a num their number seven so that's a huge win they'll be they have to obviously beat Michigan in the that's the conference title right that the big ten that would be Michigan. Uh, they? No, uh, no, no, they no, do no, it'd it. No, it would be Wisconsin. like Yeah, they do it division one, So I yeah. think it would probably be
1: Wisconsin. I don't know how they're. But they
0: still have to beat Michigan in, in their last yes. game of the season. Yes. If Let's say they get past both of those, they're definitely in. Yeah. Um, So they'd be probably two with two of those top ten wins. Yeah, I agree. Um, Oregon, they'd have two wins over.
1: We'll just say they beat one, Utah. Utah, me. yeah. They would be three. So they'll have Utah and Oregon State left, and then their Pac-12 championship, which will probably be Utah again.
0: If Cincinnati wins out, I definitely I don't I do not see them putting Alabama over undefeated Cincinnati.
1: You would think they wouldn't,
0: right? But I would think they somebody in that room I hundred I believe it with a hundred percent conviction that somebody in that room would be like, "Wow, um, Alabama's losses mm. are, are not that a, bad, yeah." And Cincinnati they had some close wins earlier. Yeah, I could definitely see that yeah. somebody putting that argument for Alabama. Yep, in that situation.
1: I could, I could see them catapulting Cincinnati with whoever wins the Big 12. Even if it is Oklahoma at one loss. If Oklahoma is able to come back and run the table and beat Oklahoma State, let's see who else they have. They got I know they have Oklahoma State, okay, and then they have Iowa State, and then they they would have the, packed, uh, the Big 12 championship if they won that. I wouldn't be surprised if they catapulted them jokers over. Yeah. That, despite the fact they've had close wins against Kansas and got and a else, loss yeah, to Baylor. And they um, lost to Baylor. And it wasn't even a good gloss.
0: Like it was a they got beat two, t- down. two touch two titties. Yeah. The one thing is Notre Dame I think is saw is at least out of it. There's n- we're not gonna have none of that. No um no, I don't I don't think there's a shot there. Screwery for no. uh, to keep it a little bit less explicit. Um Notre Dame only gets it, in if there's just like absolute chaos. Yeah, and thank god that they lost
1: out earlier or they lost so we're out yeah. they're out of there but and they can't springboard Cincinnati since cincinnati literally beat them I don't yeah
0: think oklahoma i think the one wild card might be even oklahoma state like
1: yeah i was looking at that too yeah
0: they if they went out and um uh, end up winning the big 12
1: mm-hmm. i could see them um uh, sneaking in that fourth spot over undefeated yeah. cincinnati and then the top 10 rounds out with wake forest i don't see wake forest even if they if they beat clemson uh and then next week and then they would they beat uh Boston College, and they win the ACC. I still don't think they throw them up in the top four. Wow, they would be a one loss. See, they ACC would, champion. They would be a one loss ACC championship, but they they, would, they lost to North Carolina, and I, I think that committee would be like the ACC is not. And, and I'm not disagreeing with this. I think they would say the ACC not as good as the SEC. And Alabama's two losses are better than you have to. Oh, that's but, a but, but real, that's not fair though. That's still not fair. If you that's winning, a
0: real conversation. I think you have to put in Wake Forest over that Cincinnati undefeated Cincinnati. You team. might
1: have to. I mean, if they're one, if Hartman's got a Heisman. They would put – I think – You think if you're – if so – well, I think they would end up having to play Pitt, if I'm not mistaken, on the other side. Yeah. Um, so, that would be a good game, and that would be another top 25 win if they can get that. Um, I think they'd have to – They'd just be NC State, which is a top 25 win, and Pitt right now is 18th. So, yeah, I mean, maybe you would have a good argument for that. I don't know. I and that's the thing, though, like because we don't have, we just have these arbitrary terms that we're throwing around or they're throwing <laughs> around. I don't know what they're gonna do. And then your Cincinnati sitting there
0: undefeated. You did it. You pulled off the impossible. You went undefeated. And you get catapulted. And by And then all you're these gonna teams. get catapulted by by one A team. one loss ACC champion in a down year for the. See, that's why that's why this forward teams is bullshit because oh it is, but you, it's just it doesn't allow for.
1: But that's the thing. Like, even if, if Wake Forest beats Clemson this weekend at Clemson, that's still a quality win. Like, Clemson is still trotting out we four and be five stars out there. Yeah, they got a lot of injuries and they got a lot of things, but they're still trotting out four and five stars out there. It's not it, Clemson on a down year is still seven. They're still seven and three. Yeah, you know? they still have one of the best defenses in the country. So it's like that's still a like if Wake Forest is able to pull this off, that's still a, that's a quality win for Wake Forest. You know, and then if they beat uh, next week Boston College and then they beat. Now yes, they lost to North Carolina by three points, um, but I, I mean they've got them at ten. Well, that that's, see that's what I'm saying. They're like, you lose. That's just a perfect example. They lose on the road to North Carolina by three points, and they're ten. At the time, UNC was ranked, I believe. I don't. I don't think they were. No. No. But that's the thing that they're unranked, and Alabama does the same exact thing, and there's two in the nation. Yeah. But see. I don't mind them putting Alabama at two in the nation as a one-loss team if they had quality wins. But if you go look at Alabama's wins, yes, you beat, let's see, they beat Ole Miss, and they beat, at the time, so at the time, ranked wins, they had Miami, not ranked. Nobody knows what they're doing. They had Florida, who they beat by two points.
0: Carolina just dog-watered who, them. Yeah,
1: who they beat by two. Let that settle. Let that sit in. They beat Florida by that two points. That game was points. in question yeah. until the end. Not only do they lose, or not only do they win that game by two points, if you go back, the second half, they got out physical the entire half. Okay, and then they lose on the road to Texas AM. Yes, they beat Ole Miss. They beat Mississippi State. They struggle with Tennessee for literally three and a half quarters. And then they come and lay an egg against LSU. They're 20 and four. They've beaten 20 to 14. But the tall tale sign of that game, that one that just rings in my ears, is six rushing yards. Oof, all game long. On, 20, RBU. on 26 attempts that's rbu we're uh, talking yeah. about now some of those are sacks are getting factored in but still on 26 rushing attempts that's an average of get this 0.2 yards damn a carry but y- so where's alabama's quality wins why are we putting them over yeah i have no I idea. agree
0: um the resume doesn't like that realistically we have nine and one teams at at six seven eight nine ten yep. like that's where alabama should be Yep.
1: That based on the resume, if you look at it, which was what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Exactly. It's what we're supposed to be doing, but we're not. We're we're looking at names and we're looking at coaches and we're looking at past. They cannot look at they they literally just have Alabama bias in their head because of what Alabama's done in the past. They go, "Oh, well, Alabama always wins, so they should be able to win this year." That's why I hope to God that on December 4th, Georgia beats these boys by at least two touchdowns. Because I firmly believe, no, no doubt, I firmly believe, and this is—I'm I'm trying to take off the the Georgia blinders here. If you just look at these two teams, Georgia is head and sh- shoulders above Alabama. I mean, that's just that's you and you can, and it's not like they play unsimilar schedules. Look at who they've played, and compare how they've done. Did Georgia struggle with Florida? No, they beat them was thirty-four to seven. Did Georgia struggle with Tennessee? Yeah, Tennessee had a good drive to start the game. And then they didn't do jack, nothing after that. Right. So it's like Georgia destroyed Arkansas thirty-seven to nothing. We'll see what Alabama does against Arkansas this weekend. Don't be surprised if they struggle a little bit. So I mean, it's I don't know. I'm just it it pisses me off. But as a Georgia fan, I'm just like, you know what? Let's just wait till December fourth, and maybe we can help the country out and just take these take the tide out. Because I think that if they're a two-loss team, even if it's a close game against Georgia, they have no business being in the college football playoffs
0: no business my fear i'm thinking. i'm just deep in i'm stewing my own thing here yeah playing off your bcs um you know Statement there, I agree that they mathematically they usually figured it out. It was a, yeah. It was a it was a calculation I imagine. Yeah. Like was um, so a lot of things that went into it. Instead of having thirteen bias people who are the head of a conference, like did you know they all have subtle? I'm mad. You cannot work for a conference and not want them to be represented. Oh, yeah. in, in, and some of them are athletic directors for right. They're ath- like they literally have schools. stake in the game.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So I I don't instead of having some some of that going on, which is always leads into some biases and um, subjectivity why not we we let the bcs algorithm figure out let's do it the, the six route and
1: mm, but use the algorithm to figure it just,
0: out yeah and just do it that way and and then let them play i mean yeah maybe i don't know because i mean you use the they probably if they didn't get the, for the two right they probably get or if they got the two right they probably get the four best four right i thought you just let the algorithm figure it out and that kind of cuts out some of the biasy and uh I think at least and unless we're gonna expand it to that the format which I'm approving of the the when you're in your conference yeah um and then the two wild wild card and the and the power five I think that would be the way to go, just let the algorithm figure it out man
1: yeah I think I think there has there has to be something done and I just think that this year is just proven again that these guys it's just there's too much like you said, there's too much bias. There's too much skin in the game that they want certain things to happen the way they want. And, and at the end of the day, too, I do think that they're making these picks based off of ratings. I think, um, like you saw just a couple of a weekends ago, it's like they're setting, and they also they set these teams up to play quote-unquote big games. Mm-hmm. Like you had Auburn was ranked a couple of weeks ago and Penn State wasn't. But why is that? It's because they knew Auburn was about to play Texas A&M. I mean, it's just these things, but Auburn literally lost to Penn State. So it's like I, I don't get it. Uh, to me it's just all this to me, they just they don't make any sense. Every decision they make, they make no sense. And and thank God Georgia's undefeated as a Georgia fan because I'm sure we would have <laughs> if we had one loss right now, we'd probably have found some way to get weasled into like twelfth. But uh <laughs> We yeah, they would. They'd fuck anybody
0: else. Oh, they not would. Alabama. Absolutely,
1: they would. And and I've heard a little uh, some rumblings. Absolutely, like, anybody else. Yeah, there's been some rumblings. I've I've heard some people, more like local people on the radio. I'm not gonna mention any uh people on the roar, but I've I've heard them say that Georgia hasn't played anybody. And maybe you know that's fine. You can say that. But you know what Georgia's done? That Alabama hasn't. Those nobodies that we have played, we beat them the way you're supposed to beat a nobody. Yeah.
0: Definitely. I mean, you look like a national championship team. Yeah. As a, as a man that's seen a few national championship teams up close and personal, Yeah. Georgia
1: looks like a national championship team. Georgia's defense literally looks like it, it. It's like right now, and this is not an exaggeration, seven on Georgia's defense right now I think will be in the NFL next year. And I think out of those seven, maybe three will be first-round draft picks.
0: And if you look back at the teams that win the big ship, LSU, that that's what they, they had, those big mm-hmm. first-rounders. Like, they, they're fr- – both sides of the ball had first rounders yep. like it's this this is basically like a dynasty year i mean georgia's peaking yeah at the right time they got these the guys to, to make the plays and the and some of them how many you're gonna lose most of those guys this year
1: oh well defensively we're gonna lose a, a, quite a few but the thing is it's like with this with this recruiting it's just plug and play right you know i mean it's we're gonna have another we'll, we'll end up being one or two probably in the in next year's recruiting um so we'll just, we'll be right back. But it's I the think.
0: trend of uh, having these, the guys that are peaking they're about yeah. to go into the NFL, they're making a name for themselves, yep. pushing themselves into their next part of their career, Yeah, like making this final big push. And I think you guys have the formula. It's it's part of the formula in the past few years. And that's one thing Georgia has going for it.
1: It's, yeah. Kirby's been trusting the process. I'll say yeah. that. And it's working. Yeah. I think this is the year. I think so too. I think it's your year. I really hope it is. I think. I think on paper there's really no reason Georgia loses to anybody, but unless they get in their own way.
0: And I mean, I think there's a chance that Georgia just really messes up Alabama in that game because if, like you said, they've they lost. I mean, they could have lost that game to Florida, and that Uh, is not a good Florida team.
1: And they could have lost to LSU too. And if you can't, if you can, if you you only amass six rushing yards on LSU, can you imagine? Can you imagine what? I can tell you, it's not easy to run Jordan Davis. No. Jordan Davis, Devontae White. like these boys up, up front, you just don't run on them. This front yeah, seven, you do not run on, and it's they better they got some stuff. To, they they
0: are trying to figure some stuff out. It seems, yeah, and it's not who you want. You don't no. want to be figuring stuff out at the end of the year against the no. actual best team in the country. No. It's and not going to work. And the
1: narrative out. against Georgia's defense was, well, they haven't been tested throwing the ball yet, and they all week I had to hear about how Tennessee had one. Run, had, who runs the fastest paced offense in the nation? Who has a really high octane passing attack? They're like, oh, they're going to expose the secondary. No, I didn't see any. I didn't see your boy. Your boy Kendrick got a pick on Saturday. I don't know it if was you saw nice. that.
0: It was nice. I saw it. Um, I might, yeah. have, might have cursed him, <laughs> but uh, I was. I, I liked. It wasn't it. It was the a, worst thing.
1: It was really though. It was a pick that I could have made because I don't know what that quarterback was doing. I don't know who he was trying to throw it to, but he threw it right to Darion Kendrick. But yeah, I, it's. Uh, I don't know. I, like I said, on December fourth, we're going to find out. You know, if Alabama beats Georgia, then I got a lot of humble pie to eat. And Alabama totally—if des- they beat Georgia, they totally deserve to be in the playoffs. As as does Georgia. I still think Georgia makes that playoffs. Even if I think Georgia is like – I'm a sitting at like ninety-nine percent that they're going to be in the playoffs.
0: I just thought of something else. I'm I'm liking the, these creative juices are already <laughs> they're flowing back. I'm looking at UTSA. They're mm-hmm. undefeated. Yeah. If we, let's let's build on your format here. Okay. This wild card spot, and this instead of just being the best undefeated Power Five team, unless in, in the case that you have two undefeated teams or two great teams, like uh, what was Coastal in last year, and what was it the other one? I think
1: Cincinnati was last year too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you would have a a cha- basically a non Power Five championship game. Oh, okay. And so in, that, in this yeah. case, it would be like a UTSA versus a Cincinnati.
1: I think you could do that. I think what you would have to do, um, I think I like that idea. I think what you would have to do, though, is I think you'd have to force Notre Dame to join the ACC. Um, Notre Dame is too much. Oh, yeah, because it al- it'd be like Notre Dame and whoever else is undefeated that yeah. year. Because I just You're feel that's like, yes, right. I feel like Notre Dame gets the kind of recruiting of these other. That would almost that would almost keep them out of a conference
0: because they would be like, oh shit, we we yeah, have yeah. a we have a guaranteed playoff spot. Yeah,
1: because it almost be Notre Dame versus whoever.
0: They're playing for that yeah. championship game at the end. But yeah, I actually don't like it anymore. Shut the hell up, Hunter. No,
1: I like your idea. Just I think we'd have to make Hunter or make Hunter <laughs> make you make you join the ACC. I think we'd have to force uh, Notre Dame to join the, the ACC or the Big Ten or something like that. But yeah, I could see do. it working if that's which I, I mean, I still think regardless they should have been at yeah. this point. They need to be in a damn yeah. conference. I mean, they did last year with COVID. They played in the ACC, so why not just make that every year? But and they do in basketball, so I'm not really hundred percent sure why they refuse to do it. But yeah, so we'll see in the next next coming weeks what happens with this. But I don't really have any more to say except for I'm 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 done with it.
0: You can't see it, but I'm giving a big ass thumbs yeah, down to the fu- the playoff committee, man. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm done with them, man. I, I, they've They've proven their ineptitude week in and week out, and I just uh, I don't have anything good to say about them anymore. And I'm done with them. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you what's really going to piss me off, though. Like, I will come on here and rage. What's that? And that's if Georgia loses to Alabama. I don't think they will, but I think if they lose to Alabama on December 4th and they're 12-1 and and have been dominant all year and lost one game, and get get kicked and out of the playoffs. I'm oh. gonna be so I will be livid. Will you be picketing? You'll have a picket I will, sign, yeah. bro. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think me and the rest of the Georgia family. It base. might
0: no, it'd be it'll be a strike. I learned there's a differential between a picket and a strike. Yeah, strike That's usually. what I learned over the, my bye bye week. Yeah. You wanna know the difference? Sure. If you're if you're picketing, you're not it's on paid it's like on off time or like yeah. you're not you're not missing on any uh, yeah, time, yeah. time yeah, working. Sh- strike when you are striking, to work. it's like Okay, you're not listening to our picket. We're yeah. gonna strike on we're you, strike and we're not. We're not hours. working. Yeah, yeah, we're not working. We're losing money, but we're making a statement. Yeah, yeah. And that's the difference, homeboy.
1: Well, yeah. Then I will. I'll uh. i'll strike. Striking? I'll strike on says be in class or something. I don't know. <laughs> something wild like that. There I don't you know. Go. Yeah. If if Georgia, listen, I think Georgia is a 99.9 percent shoe in right now for the playoffs. Because no disrespect to Charleston Southern and Georgia Tech, but we're going into Atlanta 12 and 0. Fair. So. Yeah, I don't know. I would be super pissed, but the only reason the only way is if Bama beat Georgia by like forty and then I'd be okay, well maybe Georgia was a, a fluke, but that ain't gonna happen, so Alright, well that's I don't have anything else to say about this. Do you have anything else to say about that?
0: Other than my down down on the format, I will say um I'm excited I think there's gonna be some big games coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how the Big Ten cannibalizes itself towards the end of the year. Yeah. Um, there could be some chaos there for sure. One thing I'm interested in is who the hell is going to win the Heisman. Like oh, <laughs> at this point there's no Heisman front runner nobody's making a name for themselves no at can't. this point if a backup quarterback Caleb Williams comes and wins it after
1: not starting the whole he, year he can't, that'd he, be the craziest story well he I don't think he's gonna I mean he had a crap game against Baylor I don't think he's gonna win I mean I don't know I really don't know at this point it's nobody. Kenneth Walker if if Michigan yeah, State if they can be can win yeah if they beat Ohio State and he has like some monster game I think you give it to him um I think may, right now it's probably gonna be Bryce Young which is <laughs> Stupid. That's I, disgusting.
0: That is disgusting. It is.
1: I thought maybe for a while it'd be that Ole Miss quarterback, but um, I don't know. He's kind of taped it off. It's been a really weird year for the Heisman, though. Like I don't. There's not really somebody who's. I'll tell you. Who I think. I don't know who's the best player in the country. Like that's that's a tough one. And this is going to sound really biased. Give it to Aiden Hutchinson. Go ahead, sir. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I was going to say defensive player. Um, I wasn't going to say Aiden Hutchinson, but I was going to say defensive player. I was going to say Nakobe Dean. Or Jordan Davis. Yeah. Best team in the country. Best, they're the best defense, best defense in, the country, in the country. And I think they're in the argument for best defense ever in college football. And these two guys are the anchors of that defense. The only problem is they don't have quote-unquote gaudy stats. Yeah. Um, but
0: but that dude, Adrian Hutchinson, does. Man. He does, if you're, yeah. If there's a defensive player to give it to this year, and this might be the year with nobody really
1: Nobody's emerging, sh-
0: yeah. give it to the defensive end who's yeah. showing
1: out. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I Honestly, like like I said, I think you're right. I think if Walker has a big game against Ohio State and they manage to win that game, um, you got to really look into him because he's had like seven. I saw this stat the other day; it was like seven or eight games in a row he's had more than 150 yards rushing. It's it's ridiculous. And yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. That, that's usually what it is. Like it had that Heisman moment, and nobody's really had that yet. So right. I think yeah, I think you're right. If if he's able to do that this weekend against Ohio State, say he puts up 150 yards rushing, a couple of touchdowns, and they win that game, and he has like a big run to seal the deal or something. I think you got to give it to him, old Hartman's ass. They went out yeah. Big Clemson,
0: win the ACC championship, and they were have talking a about off birth. You can like, yeah. put him in there.
1: They were talking about Kenny Pickett for a while there for Pitt because he's throwing up some ridiculous numbers. But I think he had a pretty bad game a couple weeks ago against Miami. So, yeah, I don't know. It's that's a it's to an be interesting, continued interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting talk. Well, it, we'll have to see. I think that'll come maybe come down to the end too. I think they might be waiting to see if Bryce Young has to be game against Georgia. They're probably waiting to see if. Uh, you know, if, like you said, if Walker has a big game this weekend, or we'll see, man. I don't know. It's gonna be weird. It's a weird year for that for that award. It's also a weird year. I mean, the davie O'Brien, which is the best, I believe, the best quarterback in the country, and Stinson Bennett has somehow made that. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, that's just gonna show that nobody's really, uh, nobody's really killing it out there. Uh, what is your? I want to hear
0: this live. What in the hell is that? Go like. What's going on oh, with that quarterback, to, quarterback the situation? Georgia situation? Just a little bit um, of a rundown. How did we go from JT was the man this offseason, yeah. all off offseason, mm-hmm. it's his team. Yeah. He gets
1: injured, and then, well, I mean, it's just play the hot hand. So, yeah, if you look at it, he goes into Clemson, and he's apparently had injured himself undisclosed. They didn't talk about it until after the Clemson game. Um, but he had injured his something, I can't remember. I think it was his back or something. In the His d- vagina? Maybe. This may- First of all, JT Daniels. Listen, this is going to shock you, Hunter, because you know how (laughs) much I've talked about Stinson Bennett and how much I don't like him. The mailman. The more this season goes on, I'm like, yeah, keep him in there. And here's why. JT Daniels has got all the talent in the world, but he cannot stay healthy. And you need – the thing about offense is I think you need reliability and you need leadership at the quarterback position and you need consistency at the quarterback position. And Stinson Bennett is consistent. Now, is he going to – win you a game, I don't think he can go out there and win you a whole lot of games. But he's not going to lose it for you. The problem with last year, Georgia's, was, as opposed to this year, is the defense was not nearly as good as it was this year. It was, it was good. It wasn't great because we had tons of injuries. We had opt-outs because of COVID. I mean, there's a lot of weird – last year was just a weird season for a lot of teams. But I think what you see this year – and if I'm not – you know, I'm not Kirby, obviously. not not Kirby on the show. Um, but if I'm a Georgia coach, my thought process is, man, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. And JT, like they put him against Missouri a couple of weeks ago, and he looked decent. But it's like
0: and trash time.
1: Yeah, it was trash time, and you know Missouri would probably had their second string out there for the most part. But my thing is a Georgia fan, and if I'm, I'm thinking from a Georgia perspective, is yeah, JT Daniels in a vacuum, like if if you were watching them both play, you're like, oh, that JT Daniels guy's more talented for sure. He's got a deep ball that Stinson Bennett doesn't have. He's way more accurate. He, I mean, he's he's. I think he's a better passer, obviously. Now, Stinson brings a running element to the game that JT can't. Um, which is so unexpected. Which is unexpected. You looked at this man? <laughs> the mailman. Dude, I saw the other day he clocked. Somebody, somebody said on this team, was ESPN, he clocked 20 miles per hour. <laughs> since Jesus a minute, Christ. Stinson Dude, that's expedited
0: shipping, baby. Yeah.
1: Like, he had one against Tennessee this weekend. And I was like, what in the world? A lot of people. Another funny thing is we brought him back. In two thousand and I guess seventeen, when we were in the playoffs against Oklahoma, as a uh, he was on the practice team as a prototype for <laughs> Baker Mayfield <laughs> to prepare for Baker Mayfield. And I think this year, what you've seen from first of all, this is a different Stinson minute than it was last year. Last year he was throwing a million picks and he couldn't get that offense going. Georgia still averages almost forty points a game. Um, he does not turn the ball over. He had he had a, I think last time I remember him throwing like an egregious pick was he threw one against Florida. But he was just trying to make something happen that wasn't there. I think every quarterback in the country does that. But, I, yeah, I mean, I think if I'm Georgia, I'm just like, why Why would I? Why would I put JT Daniels just in with the hot hand. Yeah, the right. The hot. The whole team's hot. Like, There's just really no reason to try to throw it off at this point. Yeah, I think. So. Now, you'll see JT Daniels in the next two weeks 100%. I mean, against Charleston Southern, you'll see him. And against Georgia Tech, I think you'll see him. Um, I don't know if you'll see him against Alabama. What would be hilarious to me, though, just for storyline, Say the first half, since Bennett stinks it up, and Kirby pulls what Nick Saban's pulled on Kirby twice. And he goes, You know what? We'll put JT Daniels in the second half, and JT Daniels lights it up. Now, that would be hilarious. I would, but, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, you'd have some swamp ass if that was going on. Oh, there. I definitely I would. I, I, I'm just hoping it's more of a defensive, we keep holding them and they, they don't do anything. But well, that's interesting,
0: though. I mean, but I will say momentum gets kind of overlooked, I feel like. And yeah. they, they talk about it with the offensive of line in general as. Uh, the offensive line needs momentum and consistency. So but mm-hmm. I think that carries on throughout the team, especially with the quarterback position. Oh, Yeah. It's as the leader of the offense. And uh, if yeah. you got somebody back there and it's the next play, it's I can tell you from this year from experience, having two quarterbacks jumping yeah. in and out, it doesn't do much for the Mm-mm. consistency of the offense. So
1: yeah. um and I do think Kirby's uh, learned from his past mistakes with like the Justin Fields, uh Jake From saga and also the Jake Fromm Jacob Easton one is you just got to pick you got to pick a quarterback and you just got to roll with them. Like it, you said yeah. you can't you can't be trying to go back and forth between the two. It just throws the offense off, especially when the two quarterbacks like with with Clemson like DJ is stylistically so much different than however you pronounce the other guy's name.
0: And it's really weird how Dabo it's been so like in the past he's always been like I picked a guy, it's yeah. my guy until right. the end. Like him pulling Kelly Bryant for Trevor Lawrence yeah. was you would have thought we were killing his th- Last born. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Yeah, he did not want to pull Kelly, and if you watched, you were like, "Dude, this guy is going to be a future first round pick, first overall pick." Yeah, and it's Kelly Bryant. Yeah, and he didn't want to. pull. It it. it was like pulling teeth, and it took him weeks. And Trevor had to perform in actual games, but now we're like, "Oh, let's throw FOMAcon. Let's just flip flop and shit." I mean, I as much as I wanted to see a quarterback change, it's it's weird to see him um, be less decisive and.
1: And I do. I think this year too with 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 Clemson. I do, I think Dabo. I think he was more hesitant the Kelly Bryant year because they were winning every game where they were like there was so much on the line, right. kind of like where Georgia is right now. Like there's a national championship in the sights. So this year it's like, I think he's almost doing it because he's got to figure out who's going to be his quarterback moving forward.
0: Well, well, if he, as long as he's in the change of mood, change his ass, change his stance on the <laughs> transfer portal. That's yeah, I, guess. I agree so, with that one. Because if we don't get if we don't run it, Spencer Rattler. We better get a new offensive coordinator, or people will be asking for yeah. old Dabo's job. Hate to say it.
1: Well, I know. I think you guys got a four or five star quarterback coming in next year too, don't you?
0: Yeah, we do. I mean, but it's a freshman quarterback. Yeah, you, you know, to be It's not Trevor Lawrence. You know, yeah. you don't get you don't strike gold that many times. I mean, we yeah, had Deshaun, Trevor. Who's who? It's Cade Is That before Trevor, I don't know who that. Oh, it's Deshaun Watson. Who's that?
1: I don't know who that is. Uh,
0: about you know, yeah. got us. He's been he's
1: been canceled. We're down with him.
0: Yeah, he's no longer. He's, I mean, no he's like, still on the team. Still getting money. He's,
1: yeah, he's like Houston's third string quarterback right now.
0: But yeah, um, it's they're not
1: gonna need him in Carolina anymore. <laughs> I, I, I just want
0: to see some changes. I think I, there, I think there there is gonna be some changes going on. I think that I don't think he's already came out and said that we'll, there'll be some changes, but he's acknowledged to it. There's gotta be um in ways that he's in his mannerisms and um. I, Dancing about the question. He, yeah, he's alluded to some changes. I, I do
1: think that Tony Elliott has shown that he is uh maybe not that great of a play caller. Yeah. Like I think having having uh, Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence cover a multitude of sins, <laughs> and Travis Etienne for that matter. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Well, I think we that was pretty good in college, I and mean, we covered a lot of bases here. We we got about fifteen more minutes, and I think we can dedicate that to the the old NFL, the National yeah. Football League. You know. So. Let's just go ahead and start with this, Hunter. We started this this season two with our uh, way our, too early, way too early predictions for who going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, I had my NFC champ was the Los Angeles Rams, and my AFC champ was the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and then you went with the NFC champ being the Green Bay Packers, and the N- and the AFC champs being the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, NFC. For both of us, we're still alive. AFC, you're looking like Kansas City might be doing a little turnaround here. Yeah. Let me ask you this: How do you feel about uh, your way too early picks? You still feel good?
0: I think now at this point, I might might have uh, should have rocked with old Aaron Rodgers in the end in this final game. Cause yeah.
1: Because you said Kansas
0: City would win the yeah. Title. I do had I had yeah. Kansas City being the champions at the end. Okay. But I will say, I do think they still end up in the playoffs, Kansas okay. City. Okay. They're uh they are hot and they're they're number one in their division now. So <laughs> after creaming uh yeah. the raiders the, yeah and then herbert and the chargers are having some some rough patches yeah. here as of late uh so p- i definitely think they hold on to that division yeah. spot and if you get them that's all they just need a chance to dance baby yeah
1: oh i agree yeah they got too many weapons not to be dangerous pat Patty pat pat
0: he figured it out five touchdowns 400 yards yeah. i think he's figured something well, out.
1: well i love how people are saying that he's I mean yeah, he's not having the same Patrick Mahomes years that he's had, but people are saying that he's having a down year and I'm like he's still third in the in the league in passing yards. He still has over 20 touchdowns. Yeah, he has 10 picks, but I mean yeah. like okay. <laughs> it's not I, exactly a down year I for I think him. I'll take Patrick Mahomes trying to make a play over yeah,
0: freaking Jared Goff. Yeah. doing whatever he does on a weekly basis, but yeah. Uh I like the Packers pick. I think it's uh, it's really strong right now. I mean they don't even have their best cornerback, the, arguably the best corner in the league, Jair Alexander, yeah. and that deep. I mean, they're they're playing lights out, and that's a tough. When you have Devonte Adams and Aaron Rodgers, and that running game is going popping off right now with AJ Dillon.
1: Yeah, it's that's a tough. AJ Dillon's to beat, been a man. very pleasant surprise for them this year. I, I'm feeling good actually
0: about my picks.
1: Um, Asked me two weeks ago, I would have been <laughs> like, oh, <"Ugh." laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah. I like them.
1: Yeah, I I obviously I don't feel. Um, ask it about my how about mine. your browns? Well, my browns are a big issue. I want let me let me see something about the Rams real quick. Uh I watched the Monday Night Football game this week uh and it was the Rams and the 49ers. I actually went into that thinking that my Rams were going to lose. I did not think they would lose 31 to 10. Um That was bad. That was bad. Here's what I see with the Rams so far. They've got a lot of talent in this in this season, not the off season. This season they brought in Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr. Those are two names that if you would have told me at the beginning of the year, I'd have been like, oh, damn, we're about to go seventeen and oh. Um but now I'm like, Good night. Somebody said it on Monday Night Football, one of the announcers. There's a difference I think it was Lewis Reddick. He said there's a difference between star ac- star acquisition and team building. Ooh. And he's like, they've got to figure out how to make this a team. Yeah. And I think what you saw this week was well, number one, it kind of got swept under the radar. This is a huge loss for the LA Rams. Robert Woods tore his ACL on Friday. Now, Robert Woods is obviously not as talented as Odell Beckham Jr., but he was a consistent. He did everything he for did, that. Yeah, he was a
0: Swiss Army knife for uh, that. Yeah, offense. I mean, if you
1: watch, so like on a Thursday night, remember we played the Seattle Seahawks, and you know Cooper Cup was getting double teamed like crazy because the guy leads the league right now in passing and receiving yards, and they were double team them like crazy. Well, what do they do? They just throw it to Robert Woods. He had 118 yards that game or something like, like that. 12, like 12, 12 or 13 or 12, yeah. receptions. So it's like you need that. And, and yeah, the Russian, He would rush. Go yeah. Ahead. Yeah, you throw him in that like behind. Yeah. And and so, yeah, Odell can definitely take that place. But Odell doesn't know the offense. You saw that on Monday night. I mean, the the first pick, Stafford threw two picks and neither one of them was his fault. And I'm not just saying that as a Stafford defender. Uh, the first one was because Eldo, Odell either quit on the route or didn't know the route because Stafford was throwing it like it was a go-route, and Odell was nowhere to be found. Yeah. And then the second one, he threw a screen to Tyler Higby, and Higby like literally coughed it up to the defender. Um, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough to watch. I still think for the NFC, I'll, start, I'll stay on the Rams. I, I still think they can figure this out. They're 7-3 going into a bye week. Um, that's a tough division. It's clearly not as tough as people made it out to be at the beginning, though. It looks like Seattle's going to fall off. And it doesn't. And San Francisco is getting hot though, so watch out for that. And Arizona, you know, it is Arizona. Kyler Murray, Kyler, Kyler Murray's dealing with some uh, injury issues right now, but and DeAndre Hopkins. So that's an interesting one. Also, they lost J.J. Watt for the season, so you know that that's still an interesting division. I still think they have a pack. The Packers coming out of the bye week. That's what week, I was about though. to say. That's that's a tough one coming out of a bye week. That's going to be a really fun game on the watch, road.
0: On the road in Lambeau.
1: Yeah, I mean Stafford's used to play in Lambeau. Played there forever, but. Uh, Played against the Packers for twelve seasons. That's gonna be a year. big. You gotta get that win. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a huge. If LA comes out of the that that buy and gets that one, that's a huge one to pick up.
0: Jaguars after that, that's dub. Yeah,
1: but see, that's what I was gonna say. I'm not too worried right now because if you look back at last year's Super Bowl champ, the Buccaneers, about this time in the season, we were like they're nobodies. They're gonna they got blown out by uh, the Saints. You know they were losing things left and right. Brady wasn't looking that great. Look what he does. you got some tough games. Cardinals after the Jags. Oh yeah. There's some tough ones left on the schedule. So right now I'll say this. I'll say LA's definitely – make I still think they definitely make the playoffs. Um, they're 7-3 and three going into the bye. I think a bye is going to be good to, to get Odell and Von Miller more. Here's the problem. There's been a huge drop-off in defense since last year. Last year they were a top-10 defense. This year we're like – I don't know. We're in a lot of statistics we're in the 20s, and that's not good. Um, so both sides of the ball have got to figure out. How, they've got so much talent on both sides. Think about this. On defense, they have arguably the best outside linebacker of all time in Von Miller, arguably the best defensive player of all time in Aaron Donald, and then they have the best corner, in in my opinion, in the league. Maybe Jair Alexander is up there too, but with Jalen Ramsey. And they just got to figure out how to gel all that together on defense, and offensively they got to figure out how to gel this together. I mean, Cooper Cup and Stafford have been great, but there's not a lot of run game going on. That Cam Akers injury proved to be pretty pretty big at the beginning of the season. Now, to quickly go to my AFC team, I don't have as much faith that they're going to be able to turn it around. Uh, at the beginning of the season, I was going off of the fact that they had a really good game with Kansas City and really might have should have won that game. And I really thought that Baker was going to come out and continue to be great. And he's been okay this season. He's not been great. He's been inconsistent. Um but also, I thought defensively, I was like, "Man, Miles Garrett on one side, Jadavion Clowney on the other side." They picked up a key safety. I mean, they have some great Denzel. War- I mean, like they had a lot of, a lot of pieces. Pieces, and I just don't think that pieces are working right now. I think I'm going to be wrong. I'm definitely going to be wrong on Cleveland. I don't even know if they'll make the playoffs. Honestly, um, they're not going to win the division. It looks pretty clear that my boy Lamar Jackson is going to take Baltimore to that one. Um, So I don't think they're going to win their division, and then I don't know if they're going to be good enough to make a wild card. So I might I'm probably jumping ship on Cleveland. I think I think AFC. I'm looking at Kansas City's getting hot, and that scares me. If I'm in the AFC, also Buffalo. Watch out for Buffalo. I think they they got a lot of. I mean Josh Allen's a stud, um, you know, and Stephon Diggs had a huge game last week. So defense is one is definitely one to keep an eye on. Yeah, and uh, but listen, here's what I'll say about the NFC, and I don't know, I, I think people are sleeping on him and I don't, I don't think you should ever sleep on this man. Still keep an eye out on this defending champs, Tampa Bay. I mean, you got to. I mean, yes, they had a bad game last week against Washington, but watch out. Yeah, I mean, you can't, That's what can't they, sleep on Tom Brady.
0: That's what the good wants you to do is sleep on him. That's <laughs> he all wants you, he, he wants, wants you to do. Not talk about him.
1: So he wants you to think that they're done. I do yeah. worry
0: about your uh, looking at the Rams schedule. They yeah. have all their not their final three hardest games: Packers, Cardinals, Ravens, all on the road. Mm. That's the one thing I'll say. The rest of the games should be winnable. Yeah, but the those hard games are on the road. So, but I I think uh, it's gonna be some fun games coming up. Uh, how are you doing in fantasy football? Are you uh, making the playoffs in the league that you care about?
1: Well, yeah. So I got two leagues. One of them, I'm eight and two, so I'm, I'm thriving. Um, and that one, you get a little bit of money if you win that one. So there you go. Uh, That's a good
0: stand or good status to be in. Then the
1: other one, I just broke five hundred. We're five and five. Okay. Um uh, a I think win I, streak going yeah, on. Well, uh, yeah, I won last week. We'll see if we can win this week. Um, it's just it's been uh injuries injuries have been uh, no fun for me this year. Um but I'm seven and three. Okay.
0: Uh came off a big win. Two weeks ago I won by point eight points. Ooh in a big crucial matchup. I wanna have you puckered. So um yeah, that's where Najee Harris had to score less than fifteen point eight six and he scored fifteen point two or something. Oh damn. So it was a it was a great day for me. But um, yeah, I'm on a little win streak in that league, three wins in a row. Okay. Looking, looking to secure my playoff spot with the, a week win this week. I got a tough week uh, matchup er, next week with the number one team, so it's probably a loss. But uh, okay. Yeah, fantasy injuries are uh, actually turning my way right as of right now. They're, they're we're getting there. McCaffrey came back. Yeah, that, that helped. Uh, and then i It's looking like DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray are gonna play. This is a big game for them. They have to win this game. Yeah. Um. After coming off some tough losses with them being away, so it's looking like Kyler's gonna play, and that helps me out, man. I'm excited. Think I'm gonna win some money this year.
1: There you go, man. That's that's what you that's what you do. Let me uh, ask one more question for you, and then I guess we uh, we'll be done here. But you mentioned this team, so I gotta ask. I gotta ask. What do you think about Cam? You think he's going to take the starting position over there, the Panthers again?
0: Oh, he's definitely going to start. Okay. Sam Darnold is washed. Yeah, that, that experiment's heard. it's uh, failed.
1: Yeah, and PJ Tucker's just—I mean, you know, maybe that's not. He's it. He's just a
0: career backup. So yeah, um,
1: I think Cam two plays two touchdowns for Cam. Cam,
0: he has some. He just obviously brings energy, man, and that's mm-hmm. what that team needs. McCaffrey's coming back from the injury. He has a little bit of rapport with him. Yeah, check down King. Yeah. And that's all McCaffrey that's where he's most useful I feel like yeah not a, right up the gut running he he's a great checkdown artist and then uh making some plays after the catch so I think they they rock and roll with Cam to potential playoff berth
1: I agree yeah I, I don't yeah I think they Their division's get,
0: pretty weak is it not?
1: Well, I mean it's got it's got Tampa Bay in it. So they got to watch out for them obviously, but I think outside of that you got you got the Falcons that are Garbage, and then you got the Saints who are so they'd be
0: they could go for a wild card. I mean, if they don't yeah. get the division, they'd be uh, fighting yeah. for a wild card spot. I mean,
1: they could still realistically win their division if Tampa Bay keeps struggling. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I I think Cam. I think you got to start Cam. I think you're right, Sam Darnold. I think for the first three weeks we were like, oh my gosh, Sam Darnold, he's a stud, and then yeah, yeah, I don't. He lost Christian McCaffrey, and ever since then he's not been. But you should, if you're a good quarterback, you shouldn't necessarily have to rely on having a. Superstar just to yeah, be decent. I
0: agree. I think he, it's pretty clear he's not the answer. Yeah,
1: I mean it's fair that your production would dip. It's not fair that you become an absolute garbage quarterback because you lose one player. So, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. What interesting times in Charlotte. We'll see if uh, we'll see if Cam takes. I think he should take over. I think he, like you said, he gives that offense a little bit of a energy boost there for sure. Juice, some juice that they got on some there. Some weird font. Uh, have you seen how he types his? Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. I will say I'm not a fan of that.
0: You know it must take him like thirty five to forty oh minutes. Yeah, to type he's like it looking out. for
1: all those characters and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. But
0: uh Dedication. Let's hopefully he put some dedication into this offense.
1: We'll see, man. We'll see. But yeah, they're coming off a big win against the Cardinals, so listen, even without Kyler Murray and uh DeAndre Hopkins scoring thirty four on that Cardinals defense is pretty impressive. It is. So if you're a Panthers fan, you got you got some uh things to look forward to, that's for sure. For, for with Cam being back. It's good to see him back. I felt like they kinda did him dirty in New England.
0: And our fans, they got something to look forward to because uh, we'll be back.
1: We'll be back. I remember, yeah, we're coming back. Uh, we'll be back the first week of December, um, and uh, you know, so you guys have a splendid Thanksgiving next week. Uh, eat, eat a lot of turkey, eat fried, a lot of turkey, baked, baked. Enjoy some football that probably. day. You know, yeah, sit um, around the couch, turn on the couch, watch it with the course, family. Yeah, next Saturday you'll have rivalry weekend. So
0: also want you to start drumming up some Mount Rogers takes because yeah. we're going to get back to
1: that. You'll have longer to come up with something. So. That's uh that's good and send you know, those in. If you're Carolina fans out there, be nice to the Clemson fans this week. If you're Clemson fans, be nice to Carolina. Y'all got each other in two weeks, and y'all can have your you hate week. And then uh, you know, there's not really Georgia Tech fans out there to dog on right now. God bless them. <laughs> they're just they're just trying to live their life, and I don't want to. They know what's coming, and I don't. They're wanna. in the
0: smaller doghouse. Yeah. Well, you know the they're Georgia yeah, Tech. They're, you know, yeah, Georgia Tech. They're a little brother, little hive.
1: And you know. and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to really dog them. They know what's coming. They know what's about to happen to them. They've accepted it, and that's fine. So,
0: yeah, they're ready. They're ready for a beat down. They're they're prime. They're bent over and ready to <laughs> ready to <laughs> shine it. it up real nice. It's I just want to say, everybody, uh, thanks for coming back to listen to this spontaneous episode. Uh, if you want more content, it's gonna be anywhere you can find your podcast, mm-hmm. and also follow our Instagram at Third and Punt. It's three, the number three, R D A N D P U N T baby. There it is. Without the baby.
1: No, no baby on there.
0: But uh, that's us. That's our handle. That's where you'll submit your outrageous takes, where um, you'll enter into any sweepstakes that we might have down the road. We promised maybe one more sweepstakes this season. Yeah. We'll see about that. Um, and that's where you'll interact with us. Get, if you want to call in, let us know. Thanks for the interaction, and thanks for listening to this episode. Daniel, you know what to do. Ride us away. Some more musical matrimony. Take us on the musical honeymoon, baby. <laughs>